You are listening to The Therapy Guy, talking about all things mental health, informing and supporting you when you need it most. Contact us for more information or with any comments, and please leave a review if you enjoy what you hear. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to The Therapy Guy. My name's Alan, and today I want to talk to you about tinnitus. Now, tinnitus is something that I see quite regularly in my clinic. It's a problem that a lot of us experience in our lives, and it's something that we can struggle with from time to time. So today I'm just going to give you some brief overviews of what tinnitus is, uh, how you can help yourself, what you should do if you start experiencing symptoms of tinnitus, and then sort of some things that I do and I some suggestions I give to the people that I see that are experiencing tinnitus and finding it quite overwhelming to live with. So, first, what is tinnitus? Tinnitus really is this, the term for the sensation of hearing a sound without an external source. You can hear it in your head, you can hear it in your ears, that sort of thing. And it may be different. There are people experience ringing sounds, humming, whooshing, or buzzing. It's lots of terms like these are used to describe it. It can be uh, to do with the bloodstream, the blood flow, so it's pulsatile tinnitus. There's different forms of tinnitus that we should be aware of. Sometimes these noises can come and go. Sometimes they can be continuous. Again, sometimes it can be very low, and other times it may seem overwhelming and difficult to get rid of. Also, you might get it in one ear, both ears. You may get it in different parts of your head. It may be difficult to pinpoint. And this is part of the problem it is. Part of the reasons a lot of people struggle is because they can't pinpoint it. It varies from person to person. And it's very difficult then for people to get this generic thing that's going to work for everybody. Experiencing tinnitus can, for some people, be quite debilitating. For others, people use it, they adapt their lifestyle, they get used to it, they manage the symptoms through different ways. Who gets tinnitus? Well, tinnitus is really common. At least roughly around 30% of people will experience tinnitus at some point, but it can be more than that because sometimes we live for it for quite a few years before we actually report it or before we actually take notice of it. It's no different to most other physical illnesses. What happens is we wait until the last one we can't take it anymore before we go and see a GP or before we report that we're experiencing this. Roughly, the number at the moment is about one person in every eight is going to experience tinnitus at some point. Tinnitus can be more common in people who have lost uh, hearing or have other ear problems. But of course, it can affect us all. Loud noises, these sort of things, you, we can get these ringing sensations. If you go to a music event or a gig where the uh, music's really loud, you can leave that and then you can start to hear that ringing in your ears. What causes it? Well, we don't really know, is the answer. 
we know that it's not really a disease, it's not an illness. It can change, obviously, uh, to do with some sort of change in our life, whether it's physical or sometimes emotional things. I see a lot of stress and anxiety exacerbate the feelings and the perception of tinnitus. Whatever sounds it is, we're unsure of why people end up with tinnitus, although there's obviously some generic things where people have been working heavy machinery, but that normally indicates damage to their hearing and that sort of thing, which is really great. Nowadays, we have all these uh, different mechanisms in health and safety for protecting our hearing. On a personal note, I worry about the effect that headphones, that earbuds and the earpods that people can have in the future, especially with the, the young children and teenagers now listening to music, the loud music they listen to directly in that, and the damage that might cause over a long period. Obviously, if there's changes to your hearing, you know, you might experience an infection or there might be some sort of uh, injury there to that hearing or just in something in general. This can affect how your brain responds to your hearing, to what sounds are coming through. So what can happen at times is that the brain can sort of try to make up these sounds for what it doesn't hear. People say, you know, they can be aware of a lot of these noises of the tinnitus after something or like a cold or the flu or ear infection while they're experiencing that they've got this blocked feeling in their ears for some reason they can feel that which is why some of the things i'll be suggesting in a minute about what you should do when you start to experience that could help fortunately for most people they can live with it it's at a, it's at a manageable level so for most of us, we can adapt our lives, we get used to it, no different to anything else. We, we overcome, we are as a species quite adaptable. What you really should do first is contact your GP. So contact your GP, go along, uh, get a hearing test, be referred to ear, nose and throat. So the ENT, they can have a look, go to uh, a local uh, hearing clinic, Right, you know, the, there's lots of hearing clinics. I would personally search for one that has experience in tinnitus, that can check your ears for earwax, make sure there's nothing physically wrong in that way with your ears that they may be able to remove nowadays safely and easily. And then obviously, if you need any sort of advice and guidance, the audiologist that you're seeing there will be able to help you. I work with a clinic here in Plymouth and they do some fantastic work and they help a lot of people with their tinnitus A, by helping make sure that there's no wax in your ears, by checking your hearing system and really by giving you or providing the equipment that you may need if there is a hearing issue there. And they give lots of fantastic advice and guidance. And what I'll do is I'll drop a link to that place uh, in the sort of blurb underneath this podcast today. The most important thing, once obviously you've ruled out any medical factors, uh, you've had your hearing assessed, 
is to listen to what the specialist is describing. Some people feel difficult about and struggle with hearing aids, that sort of thing. It's a sign they sort of still doing to get your first pair of glasses or anything else. But persevere, keep trying. Right? You may struggle at first to wear your hearing aids because there's something new, because it's something different. But there's lots of these different modern hearing aids now that will totally and utterly help you to obviously manage your tinnitus if that is the equipment that you need. There are other things that you can get that you can maybe help your sleep. Sort of white noise, background noise machines that go underneath your pillow and they produce a noise that the brain can focus on rather than tinnitus. Some people might obviously play music in the background if they're trying to sleep as your brain and your hearing system will try to focus on that and try to listen in. For a lot of people it obviously helps. It's also we might try to change the habits that we are so we might avoid noisy environments, uh, difficult or crowded environments. And while yes I think there's a benefit in doing this well, I think we should be sensible with the, the level that we're listening and the, the level that we're exposing our hearing system to. I normally encourage people to live their lives as normally and possibly. Talking to somebody, okay, is going to be really key here. Getting the right advice, whether it's from an audiologist, from a therapist like myself, I notice that stress and anxiety, the worry and the fear of that change and what's going to happen just exacerbate the perception of the tinnitus and the noise that you hear. Now, normally a rush to go out and have a look and see if the cures, and if you look into Google, please don't do this, but if you look on Google, there is a plethora of different cure-alls, things promising to take your tinnitus away, and just encourage you basically to part with your money. At the moment, unfortunately, there is no cure for tinnitus. Yes, thing, different things help different people. But please be really cautious about where you spend your money. Look and research reputable sort of websites and associations that can give you independent, impartial advice and are experts on it. Step away from the Google. Obviously, you've got the NHS websites. You've got the British Tinnitus Association, the BTA, they're a charity who work extensively and do lots of good work around tinnitus and there's lots of different advice and guidance on their, on their website. And again, what I'll do is I'll put a link in the bottom of this podcast in the blurb area. It can also be leave us with feelings of being quite anxious unknown noise, this perception that we can't seem to get rid of at times. Again, what I said is talking to a therapist who's had experience, who's trained in some mindfulness techniques, in relaxation techniques. They can offer you advice and guidance about what they can do. We want also somebody that's had some tinnitus retraining knowledge so they can help people and give you advice about how you can think and manage your tinnitus in a slightly different way. The best thing we can do is try to 
reduce the stress and anxiety that we feel in general in our lives. I mean, not only will that benefit us as a whole, but it will definitely benefit the perception and the sound of the noise that you're hearing. And allowing people to actually know that you're not alone, that there are other people out there experiencing the same thing. There are people out there who do understand and do have knowledge and skills to help you. Obviously, using your hearing aids, if that is what you need, if you have some sort of damage or loss to your hearing, then that's important. And again, what I would encourage you to do is build up to it. So if you struggle to wear your hearing aids all day, wear them for an hour, take them off, wear them for another hour or whatever it is, and just gradually increase the use that you can if you struggle with putting them in for uh, sort of 8, 10, 12 hours a day. I know for myself, that's what I do. I use my hearing aids when appropriate. I put them in for a certain period of time and I take them out again and I mix and manage them and gradually over a period of time it's got longer and longer and easier and easier for me to wear them. But we're all different. Obviously sleep is something that gets impacted quite a lot with tinnitus. Sleep in general affects our emotional health. Sleep affects how we feel the next day. I mean it's not rocket science really. If we have a good night's sleep we feel better. We feel more energised the following day. So it can be difficult to fall asleep at times with obviously tinnitus, but in order to do that, we have to get our minds and our bodies relaxed as possible. Now there's lots of different things you can do here. There is obviously relaxation techniques, there's mindfulness techniques, there's breathing techniques. Please don't give up because there's a whole range of stuff that you can try. That will have different uh, success rates on different days, depending on your circumstances, etc. You can try some herbal relaxation things. One thing we don't want is for you starting to have to rely on some medication or uh, some sort of treatment from the doctors. We need that as a last resort and the doctors will be quite resistant to giving you sleeping tablets over a longer period of time. So we have to encourage you to have some new skills for dealing with that uh, falling asleep, having some relaxation in whatever way is possible. So as I said, there's lots of different things that you can try. There's CBT. Uh, again, I would look for a therapist who's trained and helpful, has knowledge in tinnitus, mindfulness techniques, which are really useful to us all at different times anyway. Tinnitus retraining therapy, that's I think it's a structured way to you managing your tinnitus. And it gives you different ways of dealing with things. I use lots of different techniques for the people that I see. And it has to vary, it has to be adaptable to each person and what their experience and what they feel is their situation at that time. Obviously taking care of your hearing, getting regular checks, all that thing. That should be something that we should all be doing, really. Uh, we do quite often go for dental checkups, for obviously eyesight. When do we ever pay attention to our hearing? If you can encourage and get used to going, having your hearing checked regularly, that would be great too. What I really want to you know, get through in this podcast is 
people struggle, but lots of people manage. Lots of people have can adapt their lifestyle to living with tinnitus. There's lots of help and support there for you. Don't give up. It can be easy to get down despondent if something doesn't work. Look for and get the expert advice that you need to help with your tinnitus, to help with your situation. Whether it's from a hearing loss and you need equipment and advice around that, seek a, a local audiologist, someone who's got the expertise and knowledge to help you. If you're suffering from stress and anxiety, then seek a therapist that has experience again to support you in the way that you need. If you need any advice, if you need any guidance, please don't hesitate to contact me as always. I'm here to answer any questions in the best possible way. And I know the colleague that I work with, a fantastic audiologist, as I said about here in Plymouth, he will more be helpful with your, some, your questions. And I'm sure that if I haven't got any answers, I will get the information you need from him to help you in whatever way that we both can. For now, I want you to stay safe, go well and look after yourselves. And please don't hesitate to come back and listen to another podcast. Thanks for listening today. And it's me, Alan, signing off as the therapy guy for today. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to The Therapy Guy. Please don't forget to tell other people about our great podcasts. Horizon Counselling for all your mental health and well-being needs. Contact us today for the support you need. Find us at horizonplymouth.co.uk.